and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I am your host, Justin, here with Meals. Meals, what's going on, brother? Shit if I know. I don't know. Um, had a really great lunch today. How about that? Just have to talk about that. Really great lunch. When you find a sandwich somewhere on the depths of Uber Eats, and you know you got one, you never really want to go back. So I'm 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 happy for myself today that I found this really, really good sandwich. It actually the rest of the food today is not gonna compare. So I'm not looking forward to anything for the rest of the day. But yeah. that's kind of how my day is going. How's your day going, my friend? Pretty good. It's a gloomy, <clears throat> gloomy, gloomy week in California. I like these weeks though. It's cloudy. Why? You don't need to be sunny all the time. It's always sunny. Do you like realize how much sun I get every No, time? I've never I've never been there. <laughs> a lot of sun. It's, it's it is a sunny place. I don't know if you knew this, but No, no. Didn't know that. Um All right. Here, here's what we should do first. Okay. Let's do the Patreon thing for it cuz then I have a little exercise that I want to run past you. Not exercise, just a question. I don't like, like that. I don't. I don't. Exercise. It's not. It's not. Don't. It's not. It's not one of those. I'm not going to surprise you, or I'm not going to embarrass you, or whatever. The rather, I'm not going to do that. Like, it's no quiz, nothing. You know. Okay. All but right. I think we should, especially. Oh my God! Over this past week, first of all, thank you guys for all the support. Um, for last week's War Report episode featuring Carmelo A's. Yeah. Um. That was big for us. Big in the sense of like, yes, we've had former WWE champions. Yes, we've had um, former women's champions. Yes, we've had current WWE champions on it. But big as if like, yo, we we like him. <laughs> yeah, we no, I mean we like everybody we interview. Let's be clear, we like everybody. But like, you, know, we're like, yo, we want this guy, and they that hasn't happened since legitimately. Not to say that we haven't wanted anyone that's been because everyone that we got, we wanted. But there's been very few times we pointed out and say, we want that guy. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember and we, we, we get him. We wanted Bailey, and she got hurt. Yeah, and pretty much. And we got pretty much probably the best episode that we've ever done with Bianca Belair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Carmelo Hayes was a guy that we were like, yo, we want that guy. We want him. Can you make this happen? And WWE and all their fine wisdom, mind you, uh, many people believe that Justin still wants a job there. Many people are on your necks for what comment did you make the other day? What did I say? Um, you said something. You said something that riled the people up. Oh, Tony D. So, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Oh, Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of people disagreeing, they just chose to insult you, which is my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> but it's, how, how could, that's that's another thing that's crazy. It's like, how could I want a job when I when like the one like I'm critical often about of WWE, but like the one time I'm like repeatedly critical, like people that like, like, fuck you, <laughs> like, they're like, well, we can't say he wants a job anymore, <laughs> but we could just we could just say that he doesn't talk to girls i was like wait what i'm engaged i'm engaged what are you talking about i think i heard shut up cracker i that was crazy <laughs> which was the funniest shit ever over tony d'angelo though we're gonna get we're gonna, i'm gonna get into that i'm gonna get into that, I'm gonna get into that on the patreon but but before before we continue i want to just really shout out kwan and cyrus i don't think anyone knew this but that was our first interview ever. 
And well, first interview with a WWE superstar, yes. I think that was their first interview of someone like of, of like any of any capacity. C- correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm pretty sure that was the first one. So like, you know, really shout out to them. They, you know, I I was just there for support and and they really just took over the whole thing and and you know, Cyrus and Quan did, did a fantastic job. You know, this isn't going to be the last time they obviously the last time they um interview anyone, but I mean if you if you see him on on Twitter, you see him anywhere around, just congratulate them. You know, it, it was all on them, and I'm super proud of them. And I, I said this all week, but I'm so proud of them for for what they pulled off. I will tell you where Cyrus works, so you can go congratulate him in person if you oh, choose God. to do so. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do that. Um, but also want to thank the patrons who have joined recently or have rejoined or anything of the rather. Shout out to first of all. Asia Petty, you know that you're one of our favorites. So thank you for becoming a patron. And I look forward to every thread that you make on Bianca Belair. So thank you for becoming a patron. Also, Anthony Cullen, thank you for becoming a patron recently as of last week. We do have some content coming up for you this month and for everybody who joins the Patreon. Um, this will be a double spot callers December. December, December. Yeah. I, I don't have a sound effect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you get double the spot caller, double the fun, double everything. We got to schedule this watch along. We got to schedule this thing, even though you're going on vacation for yes. whatever reason. Yes, I will be gone next week. Um and for whatever reason i mean i'm finally doing the mexico trip so (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) i'll believe it when i see it i know i know i know y'all gonna Uh, end up like martin and gina at that bus stop waiting for (laughs) (laughs) tuna sandwich and shit and trying to get fucking change through the window and shit like that all types of wild shit they stole our clothes baby um (laughs) (laughs) oh my god shout out to hbo max um but yeah thank you guys and of course you still have time you always have time if you want to become a patron please do please become so patreon.com backslash the a show rnc it's a whole lot of fun um we continue to barrel through i have to do an update once again for the a list damn i gotta wait till you hmm. okay i gotta wait till you come back on vacation and then we go go through this a list thing um and yeah a lot of end of the year content we're still going through strong through the end of the year we will not be taking any breaks we will not be taking any days off um justin and i uh so yeah you have that to look forward to um all right justin i have an exercise for you okay what is this exercise it's a wrong exercise it's not an exercise i don't know why i keep calling this for this um i think do you know oprah's favorite things so Oprah does this thing. It's probably probably some poor, some probably some low key capitalist shit that she's a part of to help boost the economy. But I was thinking, yo, it's the holidays. What's the favorite? What's some of your favorite things that you purchased this year? Oh wow. What is what is what is Justin's favorite things? What is Meal's favorite things? What are the A Show favorite things? That you purchased this year. This could inspire someone who, you know, may or not may or may not have a secret Santa. Don't worry about it. I am not your secret Santa. Um, 
but it could inspire someone who gave you a secret Santa or just looking for a gift for someone to purchase something for somebody. So what are your favorite things this year, my friend? Um, let's, let me, let me do my, my top three. Okay. Top three. Favorite. Okay. Oh, wow. You have a top three. I'm still struggling to get one, but go ahead. I got a secret lab chair for my uh, front area where I, where I work and play games. This chair is so comfortable. And listen, I'm not just saying this because Secret Lab, you know, is, is one of the, the biggest suppliers of gaming chairs ever. You can do anything with this chair. Like, it, it's for work. It's for everything. It's so comfortable. The leather is, is plush, okay? Comfortable. I'm not sitting in it right now because my, where I record it, um, I don't have it there. But I'm going to get That's another. Okay. Listen, if you had not said that, no one would have thought any different. <laughs> <laughs> People are like this man. This man does this in the chair every week. Of course, we gotta buy this. Yeah. Uh, my second favorite thing I bought. <clears throat> let me look behind me. Oh, I God. I bought. Um, I know. I know what I bought. I bought the the Travis Scott one Lowe's, the first ones that came out. Okay. Um, that was a that was a, that was a gift to myself. Because was, this is a pre Astro World gift. I'm assuming. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> I was a gift to myself because you know I I I, I very rarely treat I, I okay I buy things but <laughs> <laughs> I know I could feel the cat was coming on I very rarely treat myself <laughs> I, but okay I, I very rarely buy th- what like, car do you drive exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right stop it you try to you, you sound like Mark and Cyrus right now okay. <laughs> all right stop stop let me finish. I very rarely like celebrate myself. So when I when I buy things, it's just kind of an end to a means. It's just like I, okay, one of this thing. This 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 purchase to me was like something I always wanted. You know, I I wanted the shoes. I see people with the shoes. I'm like, damn, I want to get them, but you know, it's it's just too high. I just can't. You know, there were things that I was saving for. You know what I'm saying? And and <clears> when I got my job, I said I'm just gonna buy these shoes just to celebrate. Just the, the strides that I made. This wasn't just a, a regular purchase. It was a purchase where I could look at these shoes and say, I remember where I was. I remember what I was doing. I remember why I bought them. And like so often, you know, when you are buying stuff, you really forget like, you know, where you were at that moment. You know what I mean? And what you were doing. Sure. And this is something I'll always remember where I remember buying. And there's only a couple of sneakers I can say that about. So like that's the second favorite thing that I bought this year. The third favorite thing that I got this year is probably my puppy, Ray. I love her. Wow. I didn't want her. I didn't want her at first. My 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 fiance said, "Let's get another dog." And I said, "Absolutely not. Not after this one just started being good." And it's funny cuz she was like, "Okay, I'll help you raise her." Oh, not not like just period. She said, "I'll help you like raise her when she first gets here." And she got a new job, and so she had to start going in the office, so I was actually left with her when I had to raise her. You know. So, I had a a thought over the weekend. Don't ask me why I was thinking of this, but I was like, "Yo, I wonder if Justin misses his old dog." <laughs> oh man, that was. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think of that? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was just like, I'm very sentimental about things, right? So, like, if I have things, they mean a lot to me, and oh. I usually hold on to things for a long time. And stuff like that. I have this chain that I got from my mom, like when I was like 14, 13 years old. I asked for a chain for Christmas. I was just like, yo, fuck all the other shit. If you get me anything, get me a chain. And she got me this chain and I never wear it because I never want to lose it. Yeah. But I love that chain. Um, 
And then I think my sister tried to wear it one day or she actually wore it for a long time. And actually, I didn't know that she found it. And one day she showed up in the crib with my chain on. I was like, what the fuck? Snatched and it. snatched it like right like ATL, baby. Come on. I was like, yo, give me that shit back. <laughs> uh, I hope that my old dog is living a good life. I hope he's being fed and, 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 and prospering. I love that for you. And um, my favorite things. Okay, so I don't have a lot, nor as extravagant as you. Um, My favorite things are, you know, the webcam that I bought recently when we had to start doing interviews with people and decided we should probably not use this laptop (laughs) thing because we look like a piece of shit. Um. I'm very thankful for that, for the webcam I bought on Amazon. Um, let me see. But let me see if I can pull this shit up. Um, 2021 purchases. Wow. First of all, Amazon Prime itself is just a gift that keeps on giving, by the way. Not to um, their workers, but yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the workers. Um, so I bought, yeah, well, hold on, where's this webcam? So Logitech 929C922X Pro Stream webcam. Pretty good. I look great, to be honest with you. And with enough lighting, I can look even better, to be honest with you. Um, like Denzel? Like Denzel watching this shit? A little bit like Denzel, you know? A little something, something. Um, what's another thing that I got this year? Shit, I didn't hit on sneakers a lot, so <laughs> the sneakers app, I'm a dry well on that shit. Oh wait, that. was that game? I don't play the sneakers game no more. I just oh. buy resale. Fuck it. That's a fucking. That's a terrible way to live. But I, I, it's, it's what we have to do. Um, make it back. Make it back. You got money, man. You RNC. My my. Oh, one of my greatest gifts. So I bought this for myself. This is definitely for myself um, because no one went with me. Um, I bought tickets to game two, Knicks-Hawks in the playoffs, the only game the Knicks won. And that was one of the best nights of my life that I've ever had, ever in my life. Oh, yeah, that was like, one where it was like everybody was back and there was there was crowd. It was like playoff basketball. Yeah. It was back yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the best nights of my life. Um, shit, what's another thing? I, you know, it probably wasn't this year, but my carrot Crocs. Oh my god, those are that just was, that was not this year. So you're cheating. At that this was point. definitely not this year. Well, I wore them a lot this year, and they felt like a gift that would transcend the years. To be honest with you, because these carrot Crocs are one conversational starter. I can't tell you how many times I wear them out in public and people are like, oh my God, those are, and they say carrots on the side. And <laughs> and I'm like, yep, they sure do. And, you know, they don't ask me where I got it because they can't find it anymore. But I love them. I just do. So those are my three favorite things. Last one is cheating, but I don't have many things I bought for myself this year. Um, but I do want to buy Apple TV. Great I do want to buy a new TV. And oh, I guess another purchase. I bought a new bed like a two a month ago. Oh my god, my old bed was whooping my ass. Y'all, y'all call me wealthy? Y'all call me wealthy? Listen, are y'all hearing this? Let's compare beds and let's see who's who's wealthy. 
Um, <laughs> but I bought a new bed because my old bed was with my ass. So that's a great thing that I also bought this year. So, yeah, you know what? That's our favorite things. Maybe if I find more, we'll do some more next week or week after that or week after that. But, yeah, we have a lot of things to be grateful for and, you know, happy for in 2021. And those are a few of our favorite things. Let's get into No Holds Barred now. Uh, not a lot of news. We are really slowing down. For for as crazy as this year has been, these last two and a half, three weeks, nothing has happened. <laughs> nothing crazy has happened. Not going well. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with yeah. that. I mean, shit, man. As um, long as no one gets released, it's a, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I can't take another one. Uh, for, we're going to have some fun news, or not so fun news, but well, a couple fun news items this week. Um, Young Bucks. Actually, no, not not the Young Bucks. Uh, Sammy Guevara did an interview there recently. <laughs> so it was because it was the Young. I I I knew I put that wrong on the on the, um, on the run sheet. But Sammy Guevara did an interview recently, saying that Top Dollar will never be signed, and this is Top Dollar, formerly of Hit Row, will never be signed by AEW. Probably stemming from his uh, very reported uh, battle of the sneakers between uh, himself, the Young Bucks, and everyone on that show. I know we said a couple of weeks ago, Mills, that I, I think that um, I, I think that the the issues with Hit Row are a little bit deeper than just than just budget cuts, yeah. and I I really think that that uh, that like the the top dollar going at people, talking shit on the internet, on, on Twitter, all that stuff. I think that really cut a lot deeper to a lot of people than than we may have thought. If this is this if this is still the energy towards him, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm. I'm not surprised. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have seen it at all. First, I don't think he's their type. Um, and then second, I don't, I don't think he's their color. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Well, well. Um, I don't think he's their type, and I think just in general, if they were to sign him, it would be like. Yo, Swerve got signed, and we're doing a favor to Swerve by bringing in everybody else, too. But I don't even see them doing that, because it's like, yo, what are we, the fucking charity case? Fuck out of here. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I, there's nothing I can say. I'm not surprised. Like, the nigga said what he said. <laughs> he he did what he did. He said what he said. He kind of got to stand by that, and that's kind of it. I don't know if Sam, how much weight does Sammy Guevara hold in AEW. I'm assuming it's since he's an original, since he's a champion, he's someone that the company seemingly wants to build around to some extent um, in the future, that he holds some sort of no or is in the no somewhat. But yeah, I don't think they would hire him, nor would I if I were Tony Khan at this point. Like you just, you you uh, you, you haven't proved that you draw in any money. And then yeah. you're going out here and you're dissing the EVP to the company. I'm not the same yeah, not, as Vince, where I think business is business. I'm like, nah, this is this is different. Nigga. We got wrestlers to pay. Yeah. Next up, Jeff Hardy was sent home reportedly following a match that took place over a WWE house show event last weekend. Uh, it was a Corpus Christi, Texas show on Saturday. He teamed with Xavier Woods and Drew McIntyre against the bloodline of Roman Reigns and the Usos. Uh, he spent most of the match in the ring. He was said to be sluggish as the match continued. He reportedly made the hot tag to Drew McIntyre, then walked out through the crowd and did not return uh, after Woods and McIntyre won the match. Mm-hmm. He, re- he was replaced by Jeff Hardy uh, on the on the show afterwards. 
uh, on that Sunday show, but in Edinburgh, I'm sorry, it wasn't Corpus Christi. It was Edinburgh in Texas. That was where he walked out and he was replaced in Corpus Christi. So uh, no words on, on what happened. Or what Matt Hardy said on. he's fine. Do we try? How much do, do, do you think they talk a lot? Um, I'm going to go with him because he's his brother. <laughs> I'm not even going to say like, yo, like he's not a reliable source. I was like, that's his brother. I'm going to take his word for it more than a lot of people. Like, I know there's been like a lot of stuff. There can also be family problems and like they could be people could just be saying stuff like that. But for now, until I hear anything, the brother of a of the person it happens to is going to have to be a reliable source for me unless I hear otherwise. I feel like he's fine though. I feel like it's not like, I think we are all like, damn, he on that stuff again. And I don't think, (laughs) I don't know if it's that. It might be that. It might be that. It might be exhaustion. It might be, it could be anything. That's why I never like to assume because I feel like everyone assumes the darkest and deepest things. And I guess it goes back to Jeff Hardy's past that people kind of like, you know, hold that towards him. But I would like to think, especially considering his recent behavior, that it's not any of that and how much things mean to him and how he he just wants to have this last run in WWE and he has ideas and he wants to kind of produce in a positive way that a situation, I'm assuming WWE took him off the road for his own personal health or like, okay, you know, they're being a lot better and a lot more stringent with that. It's like, okay, how about you take a weekend off? You compete. Cause like not everyone wrestles to house shows. So you don't really have to be there. You know, it's great if you're there, but you don't have to be there. You look at the roster. Not everyone is wrestling on the house shows over the weekend, which is maybe good or bad, but yeah. Yeah. Some sad news here. WWE DVDs have been canceled in the United States and Canada. Meaning no more home Good. video release. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Where the fuck y'all buying DVDs? <laughs> Since 1985, man. Uh, they, they, they started with, with VHSs, with Coliseum Video. And then uh, WWE Home Video starts in 1999. So this year is the last year for a WWE Home Video. Which, I mean, you know, there are people who still buy DVDs. You know, so I don't know what... Like they're literally still DVD charts, and they still sell over hundred thousand copies and shit like that a month. Listen, they release DVDs too, nigga. Everyone can get it. <laughs> Everyone can get it. I mean, I look at it as like, yeah, we got everything on the network. Why do we need a DVD for? Buy the network. How about that? Or rather, Peacock. Wow, I'm still saying the network. Features. There's special features and stuff like that that comes in. And so I know WrestleMania had a couple of special features that you just really can't get. Or you don't get like immediately on there, like WWE twenty four or something. Like, what are we? What special I, features I, are we like naming? I don't, I don't know why. I, again, you are being so dismissive of a, of an audience that still exists. <laughs> there, they a DVD clearly... audience. Why are you? I, I mean, God bless if you buy DVDs. I don't want to be completely dismissive for you, but well, for WWE, you, you don't need a you don't need a DVD. No one says that's why I'm being dismissive. You can't tell people what they need and don't need. I still buy. I still buy Blu-rays. Blu-rays. Now that makes sense. <laughs> DVDs. Ah. But go off. Go off. 
I mean, they've been putting less emphasis. Warriors could be next. I mean, I I wouldn't. I'm I'm pretty sure there might be someone who listens to us that still watches DVDs. I'm pretty sure. Maybe in 20 years, DVDs will roll back like vinyls are, and they'll become a thing. It's a collector's market, and streaming. You know, some people don't like it. Some people are. You know, we live in a we live in a world where, I mean, realistically, when you own something digitally, you don't really own it. I mean, there there are, there are things that they can. This is true. They can take away. They take off albums all the time from Spotify and Apple Music. Like digital doesn't mean you own it. DVD means you own it. Like you, you truly do own it. So that's one of the main reasons why people still hold on to their DVDs, their Blu-rays, their VHSs, stuff like that. Some of these things don't get converted. Um, some of these things just don't come out. So like that is a, it's a it's a big blow. But it's like they're the UK. They are still scheduling DVDs past Survivor Series including day one and Royal Rumble, but no one knows what happens after that in the UK. So if you're still collecting DVDs, there's a chance, depending on if your player is region free, you could still play these DVDs. You could still, you could still run them, but no one knows what happens after that. So uh, 2021 seems to be the, the nail in the coffin for physical media for WWE. Who knows? I mean, it hasn't happened. Like I said earlier, it hasn't happened that they've taken off, you know, all the DVDs, but when you think about what they have put on these DVDs, you know, there are certain, there are certain ones that have music that, that, you know, was licensed then, but it's not there anymore. You know, some of this, like I said, special features and stuff like that, that they aren't on the network. Um, I don't have like a comprehensive list of it, but that, that's, that's a reason. It's pretty, it's a bummer for collectors. I, you know, DVD is a collector's market. So I feel for you guys. Um, God bless. AEW ratings. They, they's a fallen brother. Huh. Um, go off. Continue. Continue with the news. Rampage. Some of his lowest figures ever. Cody Rose burnt himself to a crisp for 800,000 people last week. Non-holiday audience, by the way. <laughs> what do you take? What do you make of, of the of the sl- recent slide? I won't say it's like a drop. I'll say it's a slide in ratings for AEW. Um, time to try something else. <laughs> like it's time to I think with the slide um a lot of the things that AEW doing is becoming a lot of commonplace they aren't really pushing the needle they aren't there's not really a major storyline that anyone's getting behind um they aren't really doing anything of the sort to kind of draw viewers in especially during this fall time where it's very very crowded um with programming on television with a lot of things are wrapping up, um, so much different other things. There could be so much better uses of time, especially during the holidays and watching wrestling. You got to make yourself very, very attractive. And, you know, every couple of weeks, they'll have their big events. They're having winter is coming in a couple of weeks and they're doing the big championship match. Um, they're about to move to TBS soon. And I'm sure they'll have their big match that night as well. Um, I think they're in a lull currently. I think they need to they need to look internally, I think. I think that as the roster is constructed, you have to figure out ways to use these guys. And I think that they've kind of coasted so long being able to have the same matches that they've been having all year. And yes, that pleases certain people who want to see that. But it's like in in terms of like you guys have CM Punk, Brian Danielson, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like those are like No Adam Cole. No Adam Cole, baby. Listen, man. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Oh, hold on. 
before before you before you because I know we're about to get into. I I just want to say in terms of last thing, they're running in terms of how they're planning out the shows. It's a very linear kind of thing. Man A beats Man B, or woman A beats woman B, and then they move on to the next one. This is you got to understand the role that sports entertainment plays, and AEW fans is like sports entertainment is a term that Vince McMahon made up to blah 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 blah. Professional wrestling in 2021 is more sports entertainment than anything. You can't tell me you look at the indies and feel like people just aren't being entertaining. People aren't putting smiles on faces. People aren't talking and walking people into the space. I saw a very good promo by Darius Lockhart the other day, and I was like, wow, that 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 made me want to check out a lot more of his stuff. Now, I haven't yet, but I will. But it's a lot of sports entertainment, and I think the last major program that they had was the Adam Page versus Kenny thing, which I don't even think – which I'm giving all credit to Adam Page because I don't even think Kenny was that great in the program. Um, so they need a lot more compelling content. And I think it's going to lend itself to maybe more writers, um, a lot more different creative people, and looking out the realm of just like what affects pro wrestling crowds and kind of looking at how you can appeal to people just worldwide how can we make this thing bigger how can we attract ourselves to more people and draw them in that way um you can't just take everything for face value and just can't keep doing these very linear programs and storylines now adam cole is adam page working like as champion um no yeah i don't think he's working i don't think it's daniel bryan doing all the working for everybody yeah, <laughs> Daniel Bryan dressed up in a mask and, and wrestled on dark. By the way, I don't know if you know this. I don't care, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> he loves to wrestle and he's beating everybody ass. And once that list is finished, once he's touched everyone on that roster, I'm like, all right, I'm good. He's gone. <laughs> he's crazy. He's gone. He's leaving. I'm out. This so is, he's this my thing. That great. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Adam Page's work like that long term booking didn't is not is not. Um, translating to me, and I didn't want to say anything, but I'm like, do people appreciate a long term program with someone that they really don't know, like Adam Page, who also disappeared from TV for like two months? Like, I, I it's not working. But Adam, Adam Cole, he recently did a interview saying because you know everyone's talking about his placement in AEW. I want you to kind of read between the lines here and and tell me if this is somebody who believes what they're saying or is just really just towing the company line. He says the big difference here is looking at AEW as a whole objectively. The biggest thing AEW does so well is that whether you're in the first match, middle of the card, or main event, AEW does an excellent job of making every person feel special. Whether you hold the title mm-hmm. or not, a lot of people in the company feel like stars because they are, and AEW does a great job of building talent in different ma- in different ways. He continues by saying, for anyone who's concerned, if you just look at what kind of where we're going, I'm a member of the elite, the number one heel faction in AEW. Between the matches I've had with guys like Jungle Boy and the pay-per-view match we just had, I've gone face-to-face with Adam Hangman Adam Page. Face-to-face, by the way. There are things happening to Adam Cole that I promise people are going to be very satisfied with, very happy with. At the end of the day, whether it's Ring of Honor, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, NXT, or AEW, I always end up becoming the guy. You ever lie on your resume? <laughs> <laughs> like, you when ever say, like, I, I know Excel. I've done this, this, that, this, that, and the third. I've brought in, I've extrapolated all types of things and blah, blah, blah. Um, it sounds like, you know what? I don't want to judge his experience because I'm sure he's having a grand fucking time. 
he is in the biggest heel stable in the company, but he's also a made man compared to multiple other people on this show. Like Ricky um, Starks. <laughs> like who, who like who people like Ricky Starks. People like Daniel Garcia. Are they stars? To who? To the eight hundred thousand people that watch? They, they this show is getting numbers that people shit on NXT for. Can we can we be clear here? So the, and people said there was no stars on that show. So what's the what's the argument here? Adam Cole was said to have destroyed. He was supposed to destroy the E by leaving. Right. I I remember I remember seeing that. I remember seeing that meals. All I'm saying is that there's two stars here. That's why I didn't name Adam Cole because he's he has he came in and I said and I still say and I I will put this on my year end list. This was the dumbest decision of the year. You had a great show. You had a big show. At the end, you introduce Adam Cole, and what happens two minutes later? Meals Brian Danielson comes out and beats his ass. I I think that <laughs> that's funny as fuck. That was the dumbest thing I had ever seen this whole year, I, and I've been saying this for months. Why would you debut both of them on the same day? Adam Cole was immediately slotted back into just a guy role, and then Brian Danielson was given a title shot. He said he came face to face with Adam Page. I'm like, yeah, but did you did you face him? I'm like, what are you talking about? Adam Cole, I'm assuming in his brain, did what's the best thing that he could do for himself at this time. Um, and because he wanted to play video games and stuff like that and didn't want to give that up. Um, I love Halo too, my nigga. <laughs> but I would not be doing that, bro. Listen, listen, you love what you love. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dispute people for doing things that they feel is right for them because I'm not them. However, though. It's not looking good for right now. It feels do you, very. Do you think that with this long, with, they love long term. Everyone loves long term storytelling. Do you think that with this long term storytelling, that when he there, there, there's a couple options here, right, Mills? He's gonna turn on the elite, whatever. Whoop de deal. Undisputed era <laughs> will return in AEW. Which who wants to? Who the fuck wants to see that after y'all shit on them so much for for? What y'all say tank the NXT ratings? I think people are going to realize it's not the same thing. When it happens, you're going to realize that it's not. That's why I don't think it's a good idea that it happens in AEW. I don't think they should reform Undisputed Era in AEW. It's not going to work the same. It is going to be NWO in the WWE. It will not hit the same. I promise you. A lot of the time, things. You can't just like try to microwave it and say like it's still chicken parm, right? Like <laughs> technically, yeah, but it's not the same as it is when it was fresh. Not at all. I've seen this happen too many times. Not even just in wrestling, but pro wrestling business. When you try not music business and all this other stuff, when you try to recreate a moment and it doesn't work out. Because you're falling on the Lord instead of creating something new, instead of being progressive. I think that's why a lot of people's careers have been extended. Chris Jericho, um, Kevin Owens, a lot of people will tell you this. I mean, Kevin Owens is a bad example at this point. But a lot of people who have reinvented themselves continue to reinvent themselves. And you don't have to fall back on it. I pray. I pray for Adam Cole. The best thing you're going to do for your career. Please do not reform Undisputed Era. (laughs) Please. I'm begging him. Please don't do it. It will not be the same. 
especially in a place that did not put you guys together initially. <laughs> Please just do something else. Please, Listen, anything else. I'm begging him. I like Adam Cole. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I'm he hasn't he hasn't done it for me in AEW. I'll, I'll say that much. He doesn't feel like the theme, the theme is ass. Okay. Nah, the theme is hard. Stop. Stop. The theme is cool. I like the theme. It don't, it don't match with his it doesn't match with his it doesn't match with his entrance. That's why the theme is ass. He's doing the boom and the nigga ain't saying boom. I mean, they ain't got the and you got the production yeah. team to add the boom, nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so the thieves asked, but I, I was asking, do you think the long term is going to matter? Is is it going to is it going to turn things around? I I don't think that he's a centerpiece of a company. I just really don't at this point. I thought he could if he would have. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I, 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 I think he. Go ahead. There was something there. He was. I I was. I will argue that there was no one more tailor made to to make a run where he was than Adam Cole. Now he's got 10 other people in front of him, I think, that could make that run before him. And Brian Danielson, who, if I feel like it's the title, will not drop the title for a very long time. I really think he needs to win, and winner is coming. I think he needs to win. I will gladly crown him as wrestler of the year if he does that, but he needs to fucking win, <laughs> and winner is coming. I'm sorry. He just does. He just nah, does. I mean, he, I think for, I don't know. I don't think he will. Um, But, I would, I would, I think he should win, but I don't think he will win, um, because they they don't seem to like hot potato shit, and they a lot of personal relationships are tied into this business that the the AEW business, um, because Tony Khan has made himself so available and friendly and all this other stuff like that that's tied into it that I think gets in the way of business, um, that even if so you're gonna have a lose lose situation if Daniel Bryan wins I think the fans will not be happy with it. But if he wins, it could possibly be the best thing that they could run with thus far. But Daniel yeah. Bryan is going to beat the shit out of everybody afterwards until they build. I'm assuming they're building towards. I'm not sure where their biggest show is. I'm assuming they're building towards Bryan versus Punk. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, please. OK. All right. I'm assuming they're. I'm. You can't make this up, bud. <laughs> but that's what I assume they're building towards. No, but I'm not, not saying they, I'm not saying you're wrong, but you got to know how ridiculous that sounds. <laughs> you got to know how ridiculous that sounds. I'm assuming that's what they're going towards. However, in terms of the let's running back to the actual <laughs> ratings in Adam Cole thing. First of all, Adam Cole, just don't do the undisputed era. Second, I do think you have a future, but it's going to be a future after everyone else has had their turn. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then C, uh, the ratings gonna continue to slip until they do something pertinent and something cool. The momentum they're about to lose the momentum, but it's and the also, end of the year. I don't know. Also, they're about to lose a couple people. A lot of contracts are, are coming up. Hey, coming big swole, big swole gone. Who? No, never mind. All right, uh, <laughs> don't don't no. We're not gonna do that on the show. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're probably going to start losing people. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to rush through SmackDown in five minutes. Cause that's really all it's worth. And <laughs> we're going to talk about a lot of stuff happening on raw. So we're going to talk about raw <laughs> on the A show when we get back uh, after the break. 
here in San Antonio. I can see it now, kid. Sammy, Sammy, right? Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Look at the bright lights, kid. You know, Brock, that's a great idea. If I'm being honest, I, look, I've dreamed of winning the Universal Championship. I just, I don't really want to do it in Texas, first I'm of all. I'm a fan now. I'm a fan. But thank you. Thank you. It's just, and there's, there's a lot of other things I didn't really mentally prepare. If I'm being honest, I kind of have a Sammy, thing in my hip. You should fight Roman Reigns tonight. Here in San Antonio. Well, Brock, <laughs> you're, you're crowding me a little bit. That's fine. You're an imposing fella. I feel like we just have very creative differences with how to approach this, and it's fine. Look, tonight, I will do things tonight. my way. Thank you for the advice, but no thank you. I shouldn't have Stellar segment there between these two. Great stuff. But sidebar, sidebar, quick sidebar. I'm watching, so I go through WWE's YouTube page to remind me what happened on the shows. Um, I'm looking at Draco Anthony for the first time. Yeah. I'm like, why is this, why is this nigga dressed like Rambo? <laughs> Listen, man. Draco Anthony, I screamed <laughs> when his name popped up on the screen, bro. God bless him. God bless him. I don't know if the going I don't know if dressing like Rambo gonna do it, but God bless him. He wrestling Boa on two hundred five live, which is another the theme. The th- I didn't. Hear, I need to hear the theme, but the theme alone will will make the difference for for young Draco Anthony. Brock Lesnar, yeah. He's on SmackDown. He's talking a lot. Seems very comfortable. I will be at SmackDown this week. Hmm. You looking out? Who you who you calling out? Everybody. Anyway, um, <laughs> Brock Lesnar comes out, brings out Sami Zayn, tries to goad Sami Zayn into wrestling Roman Reigns on on SmackDown, just so that he can get his match because he's next in line, of course, as as he is. Next in line against Roman Reigns. Really great promo segment happens. Some other stuff happens on the show. And then at the end, Sami Zayn gets beaten in like two seconds. And people were very upset about this. <laughs> why? I mean, I don't get it. Why? This is why <laughs> Jeff Hardy didn't win. Like, this is exactly what this is why I said last week. I said, this is why Sami Zayn won. Yeah. And did you have to do it? No. But you have five weeks until day one. Do something. I entertain I, the crowd. I, for one, think that it is kind of cool the way that they are structuring this, ma- the matches for Roman. Like, it's been kind of stale for the it's past different. couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's different than what it was usually. Yeah, it, it's very different, and I thought that it was it was good. And also, you get Roman on the show being active more. It reminds me of kind of like the way they used to do it like in the old days, where there would be kind of like a, a ringer champion, where it's just like, like a glass gel that would challenge the champion. Like, remember when Triple H would face off all against all these, like, random niggas like, all the time? Takamishinoku? Of course. Yeah, like, yeah, like that. Triple H versus Takamishinoku, nigga. <laughs> so, like, it would be stuff like that. I, I thought that it, it, it was sound creative, I thought. And I thought Brock, man, this guy can do everything, huh? Listen, a sports entertainer. A sports entertainer. 
how people try to fuel the rules earlier this summer that he was going to get signed by AEW is beyond me. You think this nigga wants to be going bloodbath with Cody? He's Brock Lesnar, baby. Oh, there's going to be so much. It's going to be so much that doesn't work for me, brother. From Brock and AEW, I'm telling you right now. Hmm. I'm supposed to eat going to no-sell everything Darby Allen throws at him. Beat up Sting. All types of things, man. Um... Yeah, so it led to a world championship match between Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Pretty much so Sami Zayn could get out the hell, get the hell out the way of Brock Lesnar. Um, Sami Zayn gets, you know, he calls out. He says, Brock, I don't want to do this. Brock comes out, and then eventually Brock Lesnar attacks Sami Zayn. Um, Roman Reigns then comes out and pretty much just spears him and wins the match, which I'm perfectly fine with because it adds more to the conspiracy of Sami Zayn. It uh, gives another title defense to Roman Reigns, and now we're building towards Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at day one. Straighten it. Straighten it. Straighten it. Mm. How do you feel about that? Hey, it's the perfect It's the perfect theme for Roman and Brock, don't you think? Listen, Nick Khan listens to the RNC radio playlist because that is song number one on the RNC radio live best of 2021 playlist, which you can find if you follow RNC radio live on Twitter and you can go to rncradiolive.com. You find that playlist right there where all playlists are. But yes, straightening. Hey, Castro, go purge. Come on, yeah. man. We gone. Come on, man. We good. Chill. We on. Who but Nick Khan? (laughs) I thought you about to say something else. Who but Nick Khan? Who but him? That's that's hard. Brett Lesnar coming to get his straightening. (laughs) Chill first. They say Atlanta. They said, who's the top act in Atlanta? I'm sure some old guy was like Garth Brooks. Outcast, you want bombs over Baghdad? And it was like, nah, baby. Come on. Migos. Who suggested Migos? Who do you think? Who do you think? Uh, who suggested Migos? I feel like if they know Trey Young, they know that Quavo's at the all the Atlanta Hawks games. They, they know that Migos. They'll probably be there. All three of them will probably be there. Honestly, think think Cardi? No, I th- but I think that they're getting close. They are they are doing everything they can to get her to come to one of the shows. They really are. I need I need Cardi at day one. I need her. Like I'm sorry, Migos, you're amazing. You're incredible. All the other stuff, Ric Flair drip, blah blah blah. We need Cardi in wrestling. We need it. I haven't forgot. We need it. He knows we haven't forgot. He's trying to. He's trying. He's working. You working? How do you feel about Brock? Brock and Roman day one, real quick. How you think? How you feel about it? Good. We've seen it a million times. Um, Not this way though. I think the only thing that could make it different now if it ends up being a legitimately, legitimately like competitive ass match. Yeah. Like Brock Lesnar puts in a lot of work. He puts in a lot of work. That's how I think it would be different. Um, I, I will <clears throat> punch myself in the face if Brock wins the universal title. So I hope that doesn't happen. Somebody got to win, man. Come on. It's, don't do that. Come on, man. It can't be Brock. You don't even come on. You, we're going to run to the same issues we always have when Brock is champion. Come on now. Somebody got to win. I don't know. Somebody. Um, 
That's it for SmackDown. We don't need to talk about anything else. <laughs> well, I mean, New Day and Bloodline again. That's happening. No, no, no. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. It's looking Shut- like it's looking like we're getting a uh, Tony Storm and Charlotte too. I'm pretty sure that's going to be announced this week. Just get to the match. I don't yeah. care. SmackDown's wild. I'm gonna tell you right now. I watched SmackDown very late, as in this morning. And uh, how long did it take you to get through the show? So long. I I did watch the opening. So segment. long. <laughs> well, I started it on Friday night, and then I I didn't come back to it. And I said, "Oh my god!" Oh, I was talking to Cyrus on on I was um on PSN last night with Cyrus. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't watch SmackDown, and I watched it this morning because it just it, it, nothing is. I had already knew and every, knew everything that happened anyway. So. Thanks to the SmackDown recap on Raw. Thumbs up. All right. Gotta speaking of Raw. That. Let's go to <laughs> Raw. Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch. In Let's the, talk about in, it. In the main event of Raw. Let's talk can about I, it. Can I, play, can I play something? Can I play something real quick? Mm-hmm. All right. This is, this is what I'm going to play here. Or to, to talk about this match in particular. If it'll load. I wish I could tell y'all what's on my mind right now, what y'all gonna think of me. That's what I feel about <laughs> this match right here. I tried to stay off Twitter mm-hmm. and talk about this. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was not Becky's best match. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was not Liv's best match. I thought that they definitely put the production behind it. I'll, I'll give them that. They put the production behind this to make it seem like it was a big, big, big thing and that Liv was not going to lose. But I don't feel like Becky and Liv have the best amount of chemistry. And I definitely think there is potentially a ceiling to Liv right now. I think I still do not think she's there yet. My thoughts on this match was... It didn't really get out of first gear. Um, it like amped up at times, but still didn't really stray too far away from like the gear that I was expecting to like end the match. I was expecting a lot of false finishes. I was expecting a lot of things. They seemed to re- really be going for the. I think what would have popped big for a live if maybe she kicked out one of the finishers, like she kicked out the manhandle slam. That probably would have been huge. Um, and would have been great for the match. I think that would have been a great game changer. But I also think this match is happening at day one again. So I also feel like they didn't put everything into this match. Um, Liv Morgan is a special character in WWE. While I think a lot of the stuff in the ring isn't fully there yet, I do think that she's one of those people. If you had looked at all three members of the Riot Squad, she's the one who connects the most on every level. Yeah. She's the one who fans gravitate towards. She's the one who people gravitate towards. She has an indiscernible thing about her that people are just drawn to and people want to support her or people are just interested in her. Um, That's why I think she's still... Beyond the fact that the the match wasn't as probably as great as other Becky matches, I thought it still produced a moment um, for Liv in in Becky's reign. She has a true underdog as she's going up against 
Bianca Belair, great as she is, is no longer an underdog. Um, and there's no one else on the roster I expect. I can't say Rhea Ripley would be an underdog neither because you ever looked at her? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn. Um, she's the one who's the true underdog. If I had to give my thing, if they're going to rerun this match back at day one, I'm saying put a ladder in it. Put mm-hmm. a ladder. It needs to be a ladder match. It is something that doesn't require any of the pinfalls, any of the things. I think Becky has one, like, her past, like, five defenses by holding onto the ropes or just five past big matches by holding onto the ropes. This takes that out of the equation. You have to carry – you have to climb the ladder to win the match. Um and I think it's going to give Liv Morgan a lot of opportunity, especially as she's climbing that ladder, that visual itself, the people getting behind her is going to continue to swell and the moment continues to swell for her. And you still can have that moment of heartbreak or you can have that moment of triumph. But I think that's the match that needs to happen if they go with the rematch. Um, because Becky's just going to beat her again. Um, She's going to beat her again anyway. But I mean... People were very upset. Now they're comparing Becky to Charlotte and saying they're tired of Becky's title reign, which I think to me is a really good title reign so far. I I really think people are not satisfied in a lot of ways unless their favorite wrestler is on top. And then when their favorite wrestler is on top, they get tired of them. And it is either the Booker's fault or they were never that good to begin with. And that was that's their story. Not not me saying it, but right. I, I think that. The live should have won argument is really disingenuous when you think of the fact that people are now saying that dominant title reigns are not good and and Roman Reigns is not helping anyone and Becky is not helping anyone. I think that you're, if you're in the main event with this person, you are helped. That is a help. I think if, if mm-hmm. these two these two people sign off on you facing them, that is a help because these people, mm-hmm. these two don't have to face you. They could say no. They could say, put me with Bianca again. Let's run two more. And see how it works. They don't have to do any of that type of stuff. And you put her in the main event. That argument is so disingenuous when it comes to Becky. Because I can't think of many people that Charlotte has faced in main events that are different than her her usual four. Can you? I can't. <laughs> that, I mean, that no, four, I can't. That four being Sasha, Asuka, uh, Becky, uh, Bailey. That's, that's the, only, those are the only people that she ever gives a lot to. Let's just be clear here. She, she had that one little pay-per-view match with, with Ruby Riot, and then she was never in that 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 picture again. So Becky's nothing like Charlotte. Let's just be clear here. And I think that if you're looking at it from her being dominant, yes, you need a dominant women's champion. You just do. One of the shows needs one. And one that gets defended very often. Liv will be fine, y'all. She's going to be fine. She had the moment. I still think all roads lead to Bianca Belair come, come April in Dallas. That's just what I'm thinking. Next thing, Bobby Lashley sets his sights on the title, interfering after Big E won the steel cage match with Kevin Owens. Really nice for, for Bobby Lashley to wait before uh, he interfered. Just, this nigga interfered while they were paying bills, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, that, what? That was the wildest. It almost felt like it was last minute where they said, okay, you know what? Let's do Bobby anyway. And then, and then have him come out. <laughs> Bruh. Why they had that man beat them up during commercial? They came back after commercial. I'm like, they still there? 
Like, nigga, what they still doing? And Bobby was nowhere to be seen. You'd have thought that nigga was COVID or something. Like, my nigga, he just came and knocked everybody out, and that was it. I was like, damn, nigga. Like, <sighs> Bobby, I mean, listen, they're doing MSG. I think they're having a fatal four-way match at MSG, or at least from the house shows or something along those lines. Especially, or maybe it was like for next year, February, or something along those lines that they've been plotting. March. It's March, March. Yeah. yeah, Fatal Fourie between Seth, Bobby, Biggie, and yeah. KO. Yeah. God knows if KO will still be there. Card subject to change. But <laughs> um, adding Bobby to the equation, I'm not mad at it. Please stop. I'm not mad. I like, I like this Fatal Fourie thing because... We haven't had a Fatal 4-Way in a long time for the WWE Championship. We haven't had a lot of contenders all lined up at once for the WWE Championship. If this is going to help solidify Big E's reign, if he does come out of this, he will be a better champion because of it. I think Bobby... We don't got to worry about Bobby. Bobby not winning. Yeah. God, I hope he's not winning. But (laughs) I don't think we'll have to worry about it. Because he, to me, is another one. We need help heating this thing up. Let's let's throw some Bobby in it. You know what I'm saying? I've never, yeah. I've never in my life said, you know what? Put Bobby Lashley there to heat it up. I've never heard that. <laughs> Listen, Bobby Lashley, that I'm about to say another thing. He's that guy. He is. He's someone who he looks as bad as he is. Yeah, let's go with that. Attitude um, wise, not still wise. wise. Yeah, not skill-wise. Um, I'm not mad at them adding Bobby. It was just very perplexing initially. I was just like, what? Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't know if they got anything else for Bobby to do. Now, would Bobby B help somewhere else? Do you want a Bobby Finn feud? They've done it. Um, they've also done Bobby with the U.S. title, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there either. But Dam- Damian Priest, undefeated all year. You saw that stat? I saw that he hasn't been pinned or submitted all year. I don't know about undefeated, but he definitely hasn't been pinned or submitted. He got it. He had a um, a counter. Was it a counter or a DQ? I thought he lost to Morrison or somebody one week. That that's the cap. You think so? I think he lost to Morrison one week. Let me check. Let me check. I would like to think that they have done their work with uh. With all the other stuff like that. Yo, imagine Damien Priest was supposed to show up and be KO's buddy when he was initially supposed to be called up. And look where he is now. Yeah, you don't want to be around KO. He's a loser. Uh, but why are you look? why are you look for that? Ms. Edge, official for day one. Mm. Uh, one thing one thing about the mm. promo, Miz got to get mm. over the... Miz has, Miz has to get over the chicken thing. He has to get over the that whole... The, he's been telling this story for years. Look... <laughs> And so take what? You know what? Stand hat off. Take the stand hat off, please. Be Listen. honest. Take the stand hat off and be honest here. That he he tells us story every week. And when has it been untrue? <laughs> Which week has it been untrue? I'm not getting anything <laughs> honest from meals today. <laughs> Which week has it? Damn, this thing has not. Oh, he has not lost in a one-on-one match, but he was pinned in a handicap match by John Morrison and The Miz in April. Yeah. Yeah, that was what I that was what I was thinking of. Yeah. So, but he has wow, look at all these wins, bro. <laughs> He's beating them all. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He beat Drew too. He beat Drew too. 
It's like bright red on one side of the screen. I'm on Profile D, whatever the fucking website is. Um, Cage Matches or Internet Wrestling Database, whatever it is. Um, he's won a lot. Do something with him. <laughs> do something with the nigga. <laughs> like, do something You're with a champion, him. baby. That's what he is. Nah, they definitely got to do something with him. Um, going back to Edge versus Miz, I do think, first of all, they're really trying to make this like a tale of two niggas, which is hilarious. <laughs> a tale of two niggas. Meaning what, Emil? <laughs> For not a black person in the match. Um, but <laughs> you see Ed- Edge is like he's dressed down, streetwear edge. <laughs> edge look like you work at the hundreds. <laughs> nah, he's definitely dressed better. <laughs> Um, and then you have Miz decked up to the nines, very Hollywood, very GQ, very I was on ABC a couple of weeks ago. They're really trying to. This is a difference. This is the difference between what you think you're watching on Wednesday and what you're watching in the E. How they can recognize the characters that they are and how they can distinguish between those. You know what I'm saying? It's a, you know, it's just different. It's just different. Um, Edge versus Miz. I'm ready for it. Listen, I guarantee you, I guarantee him this, Edge versus Miz going to be better than Punk versus MJF. Yeesh. That's not going to be hard. But they are definitely counter-programming to that program, I think. I think, and they know and they know they are. I, I, I agree. I think the performers know they are. Yeah. I don't know if Vince is like, huh, what? I got it. <laughs> I'm still wrestling with Austin Theory and my thing. I have a thought. I have a theory about that as well. Let's go. That's the next thing on the on the list. What is the what is the theory here? Austin Theory is the only one who can see Vince McMahon. <laughs> 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 he lives in his brain. You love we're that. Like seeing, love we're that. seeing this as a. <laughs> We're seeing this as like the visual, as the viewer and stuff like that. And we're commenting on it. Commentary can comment on it. But this Austin Theory and Vincent Man stuff is just in Austin Theory's head. <laughs> Listen, this, this man Mills is drunk, y'all. Mills booking, baby. Listen, if you don't like it, let me know if you like that idea. Let me know if you like it. I'll pitch it. I'll pitch it to Adam Pierce. All right. <laughs> I don't, he is a, he's apparently feuding with Finn Balor, which makes it seem as though Finn Balor is going to be. I would imagine interacting with Miss McMahon soon. I don't know if that's going to happen, but like that seems to be a feud that's going to happen. Is it Finn Balor and, and Austin Theory? They're giving Austin Theory reps against all the top guys right now. I don't know where this leads to, uh, but I definitely think he's going to get his his hard knocks until at least next summer, where he actually probably wins the title. So get ready for that. Uh, not much to say on the on the Finn thing. The T Bar thing happened. He had a quick squat, damn near a squash match against T Bar, and um, God bless T Bar. And Austin Theory came out and attacked him afterwards. That's that's so that's gonna happen. Give Vince, I was gonna say give Finn something to do, and I said, and then I saw Austin Theory. And I said, oh no, he's gonna be doing Austin Theory and Vince McMahon, isn't he? And he's gonna be getting he's gonna be getting screwed out of things, to, huh? So there you go. Hey, the RK Bro Bronament started. I don't like this. I skipped both matches, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, I thought I thought Riddle was hilarious throughout the whole night. But Trouble in Paradise for almost in AJ Styles. I I've been asking for weeks. Why are we still protecting these two? They are not winning the titles again. 
and someone finally fucking listened to me, the breakup angle has begun. I, I'll be honest. The riddle thing is a little bit much for me now. I could use a break from riddle for like a week, maybe two. Like it's it's, it's doing it's doing a lot. There's always a disguise. There's always an outfit. There's always a lot of things. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just I need a break from it. It's too much. Like, and the tournament. I get the tournament. However, I don't know. I see mostly just matches on SmackDown anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, what does it matter at the end of the day? Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. So it's looking like uh, it's going to be profits versus Mysterios next week. I'm guessing that match will happen at day one. I would imagine that the Mysterios are going to win. I don't know what they're doing Street Profits, to be honest with you. They've been kind of lost on both shows since Montez came back. I I I really don't know who beats RK, Team RKO. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a team I don't like, but I'm pretty sure that they're going to lose it pretty soon. Watch it end up being like MVP and Bobby. <laughs> like Riddle can never, a couple people on the show, Riddle could not be. AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley just can't beat them. They, nah. they, they own them. Uh, what the hell are they doing with Nikki Ash? Um, adding some, Mm-mm. I don't know Mm-mm. why they have. I'm not buying that. <laughs> what are they doing? Well, I don't know why they have Jerry the King Lawler on this show as well is something I will not understand. Like I get it, he's we're in Memphis, but like we don't need him anymore. <laughs> like we don't. If I would not have cared if he wasn't on that show, and that poor little black girl who was just like I'm his biggest fan. I was like, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, how old are you? Man? Watch out! Watch out! Yeah, man, come on. Wow. I was like, nah. That's, I like that. Oh, I almost thought that they uploaded Triple H versus The Rock on Backlash 2000 on the YouTube on full, but they only uploaded three minutes of it. Damn. As long as hell. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's a good ass match, man. Get into is the it. Idea, is the idea that Nikki will tap into her evil, like like the Jushin nah. Thunder, like no, no, just That'd having cool. a tough time, just having a tough time, T- teaching kids that even through adversity you can still, you know, make it through it or some bullshit like that. I don't know. But sh- shout out to the SmackDown Four <laughs> who were screwed out that tag title match. <laughs> And are now at the top, damn near the top of their respective divisions on on each show. Shout out to them. Ain't nobody. Where's the justice for Tegan Knox, who never even got her damn title shot in the first place? <laughs> A whisper. Listen, listen, man. Her knees was Pringles, man. It will never listen. Happen. The shiniest wizard. I'm still, you know, I'm still affected by it, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, Raw was a bunch of stuff. To be honest with you, I switched between that and basketball. Stuff happened. I thought I was in, I was entertained. Reggie needs to stop sneaking in on these white women. You saw what happened last time. She made you your she made you her slave, sir. Watch wow. out! Wow, wow. People said I was savage on Twitter. Wow. Listen, he needs to stop trying to sneak in on these white women, man. Watch out. <sighs> didn't didn't go well for you last time. I'm just saying. Anyway, that was raw. And that is the A show. As I said, the top of the show will not be here next week. I do not know who Mills will be replacing me with, but you guys will be talking all about uh, a pretty, a pretty. Uh, I don't even know what's announced for next week. We'll see. You guys will be talking about something. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll be talking about something. We'll be talking about something cool, I hope. I would imagine. But, as always, please follow us at the RNC on Twitter. Please follow, or I'm sorry, subscribe to our Patreon. Of course, you're getting two episodes of Spot Callers this week, or this month, sorry, with, with myself and Cyrus. One of them being ROH Supercard of Honor 12, featuring Cody versus Kenny. We're going to talk all about that 38-minute match. Uh, and a mat and a show that you, or or movie or a TV show that you guys request and on Patreon. So if you want to uh, request something for myself and Cyrus to watch, please subscribe by Friday because that's when the actual poll will end. Uh, and we're we're gonna put those names in a hat, and I'm gonna shake the hat up, and I'm gonna take what? The, the, the beyond the up. mat. <laughs> it, it is overwhelmingly. I was thinking, uh, should I just put the beyond the mat in there for as many times as it was voted, just to raise the stakes? Of raise course. The okay. <laughs> So I'll put it in, but I I don't want I don't want anyone anyone else to you know feel left out by me just saying be on the mat. Someone said ready to rumble too, and that would be the second time I watched this movie in the past two years because I did a, a late fees episode on that on that particular movie. But I don't think Cyrus, late fee. I don't think I don't think Cyrus has ever seen the movie, so I think that would be really funny to watch, honestly, because it's about WCW and he loves WCW. Cyrus loves WCW. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to say it out loud. I love but, uh, how it's like everything we assumed before 2004, Cyrus has never watched. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, that is Spot Callers. Uh, we're, me and Mills are going to have a live watch as well, uh, which we need. We actually need to uh, we need to get down and, and watch that. So um, yeah, that's, that's a lot of content coming. Of course, our year-end show will also be this month as well. So big month. Our Decembers are always our biggest month. Thank you guys for riding with us and listening to the shows. Uh, and go listen to that Carmelo Hayes interview from last week on The War Report. Really, really good interview with him. Uh, right before war games and yeah as always thank you guys for listening for meals i'm justin we'll see you guys next week